Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to Confessions from a Dental Lab. Today we have Dr. Lee Brown joining us. Dr. Brown, welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? Thanks so much, KJ. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. Okay. I've driven through there a few times. You guys have uh, an exciting baseball team from what I'm gathering. Uh, a lot of young talent on the team. Have you gone to any games so far? We've been to a couple and, and it's kind of hilarious. I, I took my son on a Monday night, beginning of the season, places just dead. I mean, you could throw a ball down the down the hallway and like not hit a person and then a couple weeks later we get hot and we bring him back to a game and it's sold out and it's packed he's like what where are we what is this so it's it's fun just to have something to to root for because uh historically cincinnati sports don't exactly thrive well you know you have joe burrow and you have ellie de la cruz now have you gotten your son uh, either those those jerseys by chance yeah, he's got his Burrow jersey on right now. We got a first preseason game tonight, so he's he's staying up late watching with me. I got to try to brainwash him. So yeah, he's pumped. Got his Burrow Amazing. stuff. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you're on the you're on the right track. So Dr. Brown, we were originally connected via David Bennett, um dentist out in Colorado, and uh you know, honestly, he was tremendous. He he gave a ton of great tips to the show. He was nice enough to connect us. Um but first question for the audience, could you introduce yourself? Like, who is Dr. Brown, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, uh, Dr. Bennett, just an, an incredible mentor and, and, and person uh, to have. So I can't give him enough props for, for the way he's helped uh, help me grow as a, as a clinician and a person. So he's awesome. But uh, born and raised in Cincinnati. Uh, my dad's a, a, a dentist, so that's kind of how I got introduced to the field. Um, married, got two little boys. Uh, those, those guys keep me busy. And uh, our practice, it's, uh, it's general dentistry. Um, there's, there's two docs, soon to be three, uh, but, we, but we really pride ourselves on comprehensive total health conversations uh, from every, everything from traditional dental stuff that you would do, but then talking about sleep and nutrition and, and exercise and how that all kind of comes together. Um, so just, it's been super fun to, to grow and create that practice, kind of take the, uh, take what my dad kind of put out there for us and help to take it to that next level. So um, it's, it's, it's a fun time. That's actually really cool. Uh, it's, it's hilarious because you would not believe how many stories we hear about just uh, dentistry running in the family, you know, and um, it's everywhere you go, whether it's uh, on a podcast like this or in person, I was actually just on a trip in Iceland and I was talking to someone on the bus after they had like missed the connecting flights. And uh, basically she was a dental hygienist and it sure enough, she's like, yeah, my dad and my brother are dentists. So I was like, this is just one of those things that, uh, you know, it really seems to uh, make an impact in families. And, and I, I wonder that being said, I wonder how your uh, family will, will develop from this. Um, but you kind of touched on it, Dr. Brown. I, I was, I was interested in, you know, like your, your background a little more, but could you tell us, could you expand on that a little bit? Like, um, did you always know you wanted to be a dentist in your dental journey? Yeah, uh, that's that's a great question. I, I think it was always in my mind as a possibility. Uh, but when I went to to college, I decided there there needed to be a backup plan. So I actually went in and, and got my uh, marketing degree uh, from Ohio State as I was going through it and hitting all my 
my prereqs. Um, it was just kind of a, a way for me to, to cover my bases. You know, what happens if you don't get in? What happens if you don't like it? Um, but then as it kind of came together, I was really excited because that background, I feel like, has given me some, uh, some vision into some ways to help grow the practice um, in, in ways that they're not going to touch on in dental school. You know, in dental school, they're going to give you the tools to hopefully be clinically capable. Um, but having that uh, marketing mindset and then all the, the finance classes and stuff that come with it, you know, while it doesn't make me an expert, I think it opened my mind to some of those things that have really kind of helped us moving forward. I think you couldn't be more right about that. Uh, I studied marketing in international business myself. So it's one of those things that can relate to whatever you do. And it's fascinating because all the things they do teach you in school, they say, hey, make sure to go to school for something that's practical and can, you know, make a decent living out of, uh, you know, dentistry, I would argue, is one of those things that's very, very, very practical. But like you said, there's so many things that they do teach in school. And then there's so many things that they don't teach in school. And people say like marketing, finance, some of the things that aren't necessarily taught in school all the time are, are two of the more valuable skills. You pair that with a dentistry background. And we've actually heard from several dentists that while they've had tremendous education, they've oftentimes feel like they maybe could have used a little more education on the business side of things. So it's actually really interesting, Dr. Brown. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that is like an X factor. Uh, it, funny enough, that leads into my next question. I was going to ask, what's one X factor that separates you from other dentists? Would you like to take a stab at that one? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, you know, uh, the marketing part and the, the the business background was helpful, but I think what it what it comes down to uh, is two aspects. So, number one is a, a great team, developing them and really investing uh, the time and energy into that, and seeing their abilities blossom and grow. So I really, really focus on that because we have just an incredible team with some incredible people and, and our success is directly correlated to them. Uh, personally, I, I think what um, gives us the opportunity opportunity to succeed is, is daily discipline. It's doing the little things every single day, the days that you want to, the days that you don't want to, over and over and over. You know, you hit the hammer against the, the rock a hundred times and maybe on 101 is when it breaks. But it can be challenging day in and day out to hit that rock when you're not seeing the results. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to have some mentors in my life that have helped encourage me to keep hitting that rock in, in every aspect of life. And when the, when the rock breaks, when you get that breakthrough, it's really, really satisfying. And then you use that victory to help you go get the next one. And, and you've got that mental strength to know that you can get there. So I, I think that the daily discipline is something that I try to pride myself on. Man, once again, Dr. Brown, what a great answer. And uh, just to get a little deeper and a little more vulnerable, like I can sense that you're a very confident dentist, right? And and obviously you came recommended by Dr. Bennett, very skilled in his own right. But like taking it back into into what you just mentioned, like when was it that you really start like you really started to feel like you uh you're you're really just getting the hang of this whole thing, whether it be like a practice owner or or like cause cause it must have been a little bit of you know, getting your feet wet. Um, hey, is, I might have some uncertainties. Could you talk about maybe in the beginning um, and then like how how uh, that, that process was of just like really just gaining your confidence as a dentist? Yeah, um, another great question. Um, you know, having my dad as, as a mentor uh, is, is really a, an incredible X factor, just an amazing person. And his Very longtime true. partner is, is like family to me. 
And so having him around, um, again, for support in so many different ways was amazing. And then actually, I remember it, it was like in 2016, I got turned on to Jocko Willink and, and I just really vibed with his message about discipline and how you take on life. And then that kind of turned me on to the fact that everybody needs coaches, the best of the best. So then I found uh, my first dental coach with, with Scott J. Manning um, and, and had a ton of success there, and which then led me to Dr. David Bennett. Um, and now I'm looking for a coach in all aspects of life to help you leverage their knowledge, their skills to get there faster. But starting in a great position with, with, um, with mentors was awesome. And then really investing quite literally time, energy, finances, and coaching. That's, that's the gasoline on the fire. You know, you're, you're really coming in with the fire today, Dr. Brown. Uh, you're making me think <laughs> of all these follow-up questions. Like dental mentorship is so, so important as you know, as, as you know, a lot of dentists out there know, and that's one of the challenges about it, right? Like the, you, you were very fortunate to have a, a dad and, and your dad's business partner, two great mentors, but that's only kind of one, one aspect. And, and you were mentioning how there's all these various aspects of life and how mentorship can be like such a great way to kind of like, I don't want to say take the shortcut, but just like save yourself some trouble, right? Like learn what to do, learn not what to do. So that being said, Dr. Brown, like what's, what's like an effective way you found to, to find a good mentor. I know um, Instagram is really good for that. X is really good for that. Formerly known as Twitter. Also going to in-person events is amazing for that, but like it doesn't always work. There's not always maybe like a one size fits all, like what's worked for you. And do you have any advice for dentists on that? Yeah. Um, you know, you, like you said, we're in, in a, we're in a world now where we can connect with people across the country, uh, like never before. Um, so making yourself vulnerable, putting yourself out there, asking for help from, from anyone, a direct message, anything like that. Um, but really we're, we're trying to find someone who's already doing what you want to do and finding out if they can help you personally or how they got there and then try to get there faster. There's some great continuums and programs out there that are designed to get you there over the course of five or 10 years. But if there's a way to do it in a year and make that investment, that's really what I've tried to, to find. It's not about immediate success, but it's about leveraging other people's times and talents. So a, a way I thought of um, recently is, you know, go to your lab. And if you see that someone's putting out great dental work, ask the lab tech, hey, who's the best doc that you know who's giving you the best preps who's doing the best work who do you love working with maybe go talk to them see what they're doing see how they got there see if they'll help you um you never know we we all love um an opportunity to to share our our knowledge and our wealth and you know we want to try to hopefully pay that forward um but but i think going to to other experts in the area and if you're not sure where to start yeah go to your lab see who's doing the best dentistry and then kind of go from there and and that is amazing, amazing feedback. First time I've heard that actually. Uh, but but the lab is such a hub of of like connections, whether it be uh, you know the teams of the dentists or the dentists themselves. Um, let's go one step deeper, and then we'll we'll go to the next question, Doctor Brown. So like, let's say you you have the right idea, and you want to maybe you can put yourself in position to to make one of these connections, like what's the, what do you say? You know, like, like how would you approach that first DM if you're a, a young dentist seeking mentorship or how would you maybe approach someone if it was in person? Obviously, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of like a delicacy to it. Um, do you have any advice for dentists on that? Yeah. Um, 
I, I think uh, the, the best way to come out with it is to, I, I like the phrase, to make yourself slightly vulnerable with it. Don't come at it with an ego. If you come at it saying, look, I'm already awesome, but I need to do this, this, and this, like that just turns everybody off. Don't talk about yourself. Ask questions about them. Be genuinely interested. And maybe there's even a way that you can help them. And if you can do that, they're going to be much more likely to engage with you and want to help. And it's, I think the trick to it is, is it's got to be real, just like you need to be real and genuine with your patients. And when that comes across, people are, are attracted to that. Um, so I, I think coming at it just with that, that wholesome mindset, you genuinely want to learn, you respect what they're doing, um, and you're not coming at it with, with any sort of ego. Uh, I think that's, that's a great way to, to relate to people. I couldn't agree more. And, and even just like the way sales, but like deal making, I, I think is a better word. And just like transacting, you know, business uh, all across the board has evolved over, over the last decade, even it's much more like value based upfront now. And that's kind of the mm -hmm. way we like to operate as a lab. Like, Hey, we'll make a social media best practices guide. You know, that has really not, not much to do with lab work, but it can help out dentists that if they win, then we win, you know, like we'll make X, Y, Z, we'll try and build relationships and, and see how we can help before, you know, throwing out the kitchen sink, right? There's a yes. right way to do it. Around. So, so that was, I was curious your exact feedback, but that's kind of the same um, approach we're taking here. Just like, you know, be friendly, um, you know, see how you can add value to each other, and uh, even if it's not right now, maybe it's down the road. So um, quick, quick question here, Dr. Brown. What's one thing your patients have taught you over the years? Whew, um, a lot. Um, humility is, is the word that kind of comes comes to mind. Um, just when you think you've you've seen it all, heard it all, had all the interactions, just wake up and go to work the next day because uh, something fresh is coming at you. Um, and as, as cliche as it sounds. Just don't assume anything with any patient. Um, give them the opportunity to talk, ask them questions, and listen. And day in and day out, you're going to be surprised on how people can change. They can evolve. Um, they can get better. They can start to care more. Um, but you have to always give them the opportunity, and you have to extend that olive branch and let them know that I'm here for you when you're ready. Uh, there was there was a phrase that, that Dr. Bennett actually gave me, and it's like, you know, the best consultation that you can have is one that ends with the patient coming back into the practice. You know, they don't leave. And and just staying humble, making no assumptions, but given that opportunity, it's been amazing to see over the years a patient that maybe had one mentality for a decade, and then they came in last week, and they're like, all right, I'm ready to take care of my health. And, and making sure we stay patient with our patients is, is really key wisdom that's some wisdom right there uh thank you for sharing that dr brown how about this this is kind of like tying it back into some collaboration how important is it for a dentist to work with a good dental lab and why is that so important oh wow um yeah there's there's so many ways uh to talk about this and uh you learn through the school of hard knocks i believe uh why you need to work with a good dental lab and being in practice for a longer period of time and seeing the dental work over the course of time. I mean, you see some stuff that you're more proud of than others. And, you know, you wish you had a time machine to maybe go back 
and and redo this. I mean, you know, it's everything's still clinically acceptable, but you look in there and we're our own worst critics sometimes. Um, so just going back in time, looking at that, like there's definitely some things. And if we talk a lot about insurance limitations in our practice and, and we're fortunate enough to be a, a fee-for-service practice and to help other practices become that way. But one of the, the limitations that insurance can do is drive down the reimbursement. And that starts to limit people's overhead. And then they got to start looking at lab costs. And then they got to see who's going to be the cheapest, who's going to be the fastest, because I've got a certain overhead. And if this happens, then I can't do it. Or I don't care how well it fits. I'm just going to glue it in there. Um, so we talk about the freedom to be able to choose the materials, choose the lab, choose the technician that you want to work with when you're free from those limitations. So I think about this all the time. Like, I don't, I, I honestly, like, I know what our lab fees are, but I don't care what the lab comes at us with and tells us what the, that investment looks like. If you're going to deliver a product that's worthy of that, that makes our life easier, that makes the patients healthier, faster, it shouldn't matter. And then your fees can reflect that if you have that freedom to do it. So I could rant and rave about it all, all the time, but when we were becoming fee-for-service, it's one of the things that I could look a patient in the eye and say, when we do this, we don't have to go discount shopping for your new crown. I don't have to discount shop for your denture. We're just going to use the best. And when you use the best, your investment will be worth it time and time again. So I'm very, very passionate about it. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, but it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, the school of hard knocks thing you, you said in the beginning, that's uh, kind of like going back to the mentorship, like anyone listening to this right now, uh, I guess like, you know, hopefully use this to, to save yourself some pain. Right. Yeah. And uh, man, if, if there's just one takeaway that I think could, could help someone listening to this right now. So I got a couple of bonus questions for you, Dr. Brown. You, you've done a lot of this throughout the pod, but I just want to give you like an open-ended, easy one. What advice yeah. would you give dentists to maximize success in 2023, 2024, and beyond? You can take it any direction you'd like. Yeah, um, I, I keep thinking, don't be afraid to go your own direction, to be unique, and you don't have to chase the bottom, right? There are all kinds of things that are out there that are changing the landscape with DSOs and all this discount stuff and making dentistry or a dentist or a team a commodity. And you don't have to do that. There is a huge portion of the population that wants quality, that wants that relationship, that wants the opportunity to be healthy and not just get the fastest, easiest, cheapest. Um, we can't see, we can't look at what those types of practices are doing and enforce ourselves into that mold. That's, that's a quick way for dentistry to end up in a, in a bad spot. DSOs and some of the other um, insurance limitations, it's not going away, but just don't let yourself get sucked into that. If that's not what you want, I'm not here to demonize anything or the way anybody practices, but we see it time and time again, when you are willing to separate yourself clinically and from the experience that you create for the patient, um, from the team going the extra effort, um, there's always going to be someone in the market for that. You just have to, to have that trust and faith and, and sometimes have someone help you get there. Um, but, but don't force yourself to do things a certain way if that's not what you want to do. You, there's a way to be successful so many different ways. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to get to the, the end goal. 
And um, I think just no shortcuts, right? Just kind of Mm -hmm. the daily disciplines, tying it back to a few points you made throughout the show. Uh, How about this last question, Dr. Brown? Do you have any goals for the future? Yeah, um, I do. I do. Um, You know, when when it comes strictly to to dentistry, um, our goal is, is to create an environment and an atmosphere where medical, dental, whole health, holistic, everything can kind of come together more and more. We're starting to see that change where, you know, people are understanding how dentists can be a part of the care team with, with sleep and how diet impacts all that. Um, and the health of our, our TMJ and just, just everything else. I would love to create a center and, and a model for more and more practices to bring dental, medical, everything together, um, to help people get healthier faster. You know, unfortunately the, the communication between all the sides sometimes gets lost. And uh, if we can find a way to bring that together, it would be very, very satisfying. Then we'll be thought of hopefully as more than just tooth carpenters and really healthcare professionals. That's, that's kind of the, the long-term goal. Yeah. Like you hit the nail on the head, a comprehensive plan uh, for wellness, you know, and it's almost like a, like a financial plan. It's not, very simple. Like you have multiple aspects to it. You have the life insurance, the estate planning, the college funds, the health, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, and people specialize in all those, but I think what everyone needs is someone everyone would like at least is someone who can kind of help them in all those categories. So, wow. What a great episode today, Dr. Brown. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, I, I would love to help, um, as many practices as, as, as we can, you know, achieve some of their goals if it is something along the lines of freeing themselves with insurance limitations. Now, I say help as many as possible. We're not in the, you know, the volume business. We're in kind of the the niche market, niche market that way. Um, but it's it's something that we're very, very passionate about. And we've seen the success not only in our practice over the years, but then helping some other, um, not only locally, but throughout the country. And it's it's something that I love, love to do. Uh, but it's got to be a very, very personal relationship. So it's not high volume, uh, but I, I love being out here because it reaches a market of people that clearly are trying to better themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's ironic because the people that need coaches the most are the ones that are rarely out there looking for them. But, but talking here and hearing the other dentists that have been on this podcast, I know that the, the audience is filled with people that want to better themselves, that want to have the, opportunity to do more and those are the people that uh we'd love to to reach out and help yeah and and like all ages too you know dentists still in dental school dentists just out of dental school dentists in the in the midst of their careers dentists nearing retirement managing one practice managing 80 practices like there's there's such a great variety um what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you dr brown if they do want to uh learn more about like the fee-for-service models and stuff like that yeah, um, you know, I, I, I do a, a weekly post. Um, uh, it's it's on uh, uh, on Instagram at Freedom Dental Coach. I call them Freedom Friday messages. Uh, I love America. You know, that's kind of the, the the theme of this. We need to be free from insurance and, and free to make the decisions that we that we like and uh, live that life. Um, so I do a weekly message that way. It's it's meant for not only my team but the teams we've worked with and other people that just need that that weekly motivation, right? We always need someone in our ear encouraging us. Um, So if you like that sort of message, uh, we also have a website, uh, freedomdentalcoach.net. And there's a form where you can get a hold of me. Uh, I'd ask a couple quick questions. It starts to filter in to see if we might be a good 
fit. So that one's uh, freedomdentalcoach.net slash form. A uh, couple of quick questions. And if nothing else, if it, if it reaches some people and gets them thinking about the fact that they can do more, they can improve their practice, they can have more freedom from insurance limitations, then, you know, my day here has been a, an ultimate success. But definitely excited to, to continue helping more and more doctors' practices live the life that they deserve. And let's be honest, too, when we're having discussions with patients that are free from insurance limitations, we're getting people healthier. And, and that's the goal. You know, I always say uh, I'm someone who I, I don't I, I like having like a nice pair of sunglasses and people say, well, that's so expensive. Aren't you going to lose them? Well, my response to that is I have no problem investing in my eyes because you only mm-hmm. get one set of eyes. And I think the same thing a lot of people would would apply to their health, their teeth, whatever it is. And uh, that's kind of like right in alignment of, of what you do. You know, let, let's try and get get it so you can just provide the best care no matter what eliminate the financial constraints as much as possible. And I encourage everyone listening. If you're intrigued by that, go, go uh, link up with Dr. Brown and uh, he's, he's got some great thoughts in his head. So uh, Dr. Brown, I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. It's been another great episode of confessions from a dental lab. We hope to see you next week. More great content on the way. Thanks everybody. Thanks KJ. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at newartdental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.